This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. This is Betting Weekly Extra Time, Champions League Edition. Europe's top club soccer competition returns this week, as do the continent's best handicappers. No laughing at the back. You're with Dan Roebuck alongside me, Steve Wiss, Will White and RJ, aiming to steer you through the choppy waters of the round of 16 first leg ties this midweek. A reminder of the latest futures. Manchester City are plus 195. The defending champions are the favourites once again. Bayern plus 400. Real Madrid at plus 550. Arsenal plus 600. Paris Saint-Germain plus 1200. Barcelona plus 1400 into last year's runners up plus 1600 steve do the odds look correct to you have you spied anything over the winter months that will make you invest at the moment well i'm sure we're going to come on to what outrights we're already on throughout the this show um i think i do believe the two that i'm i've tipped up on this show are psg in the uh, in august which i hate that they're not going to win it we might as well write that unit off now um, but Inter Milan, I'm much more positive about that. I added in the uh, the show we did around Christmas time, uh, twenty to one. I think I tipped them up as the side to me that looks too short based on what I've seen recently is Bayern Munich at plus four hundred. Now you've got to take that with a pinch of salt because European competition is different. There might even be a manager change there, and we know how things can how that can affect things. But there's no way after what I've seen recently they should be the second favourites to win Champions League. Will. Um... Which team do you think has the biggest liabilities for Lays? Which team are they worried about? Which team would you want to be with and against? In terms of the layers, it's it's really hard to say where the biggest liabilities will lie. But if I had to have a stab at it, I'd be looking at Real Madrid because they, obviously, 14-time champions, they seem to get quite a lot of support um, throughout the Champions League uh, campaigns. And then maybe PSG, actually, because I know there was... A lot of talk about them on this show at the beginning of the season. There was a lot of hype um, with the new manager, the new kind of discipline, squad, dynamic and structure. It hasn't really bared fruit yet, but um, I can imagine there are some liabilities hiding around that corner of the market. City, not so much. They've they've kind of always been quite short, um, similar price to the price they are currently, actually. So I can't imagine liabilities are too huge there. So, yeah, sticking my neck out, I'd say Real Madrid and, and PSG. Oh, yeah, make no bones about it. This show can move the market, not always in the right direction. Um, RJ, if you were a bookmaker, uh, which team would you be happy to lay at current prices? What do you make of the market as it is at the moment? Yeah, I agree with Steve's assessment. <clears throat> I think Bayern's quite quite short. Um, if I was a bookmaker, though, I'd be pretty worried. I, th- I think you know the the Madrid and 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 Arsenal f- plus five fifty plus six hundred. Those are very attractive prices. I mean, Real Madrid, outside of their Copa Copa del Rey loss in January, they haven't lost a competitive match since September of last year. Um, arguably, in my opinion, one of the strongest sides heading into this uh, final 
chapter of the Champions League. And if I'm a if I'm a um, a tipster point of view, I'm backing uh, Madrid plus five fifty here. And if I'm a bookmaker, I'm I'm a little worried on those prices because I think, you know, I, I'd argue outside of Man City, one of those teams in the core middle, Real Madrid, Arsenal, have a really good shot to uh, to lift the trophy here. Well, I think with Real Madrid, if they had a better striker, a star striker, I'd be more interested. Is that fair? I don't. I don't actually agree with that. I think Belling, Bellingham's come in, come in, and kind of replaced what the production that we saw from Benzema. I don't think they necessarily need one. If they do need one, Hosselu's not bad from kind of like a finishing poaching perspective. Um, he can do a job. So yeah, I I don't think I agree with that really. Uh, although I'm not necessarily with Real Madrid in this market. Uh, when it comes to Inter, Stephen, you did that add them at, at twenty to one. I look at Inter and I think, well, they made the final last year. They're in better shape in Serie A this year. They look to be a better team this year. They're out of the Coppa Italia. And they won that last year, so they had more games. They do look value even at plus sixteen hundred. I mean, if I was betting now, I think maybe I'd look at Inter. Absolutely, you said all the things there, Dan. That um, I'm very happy to be on them at twenty to one. There's no doubt about it. it look, this current draw, we'll talk about that match next week. It is a bit of a toss up against Atletico Madrid, but um, if you can get through that. You know, they're, they're a confident side and uh, I certainly think they're a side that you can back to lay at least anyway. Um, you know, the outright market is is very interesting. I think um, we've got positions on buy-in. Yeah. And I totally understand that. I mean, I think even myself have been quite high on buy-in for most of the season. It's just recently things have gone completely skew with. Um, you know, times can change after that as well. You know, like I said, um, goal scorer market, I think Kane, we, uh, we have a strong interest in on this show and that that's got every chance as well. And uh, Will's got an interesting pick on uh, Leipzig as well, 66 to 1. Yeah, those are the ones that we've got in the book already. We added into and in Bayern in, in December. Just a, a final thought, maybe on, on top goal scorer. Haaland's even money came plus 225. We're on at plus 400 here. And Bappe plus 60, uh, 600 RJ. Maratta, I think, picked up an injury at the weekend. He's got five goals along with Haaland and Hoyland, who obviously won't be involved in the competition. Uh, again, because United are knocked out, and Griezmann plus thirty three hundred, also on five. Any any thoughts when it comes um, to top goal scorer for the Champions League as it stands going into the knockout stages, RJ? Well, I mean the obvious one there at plus one hundred. You know, sometimes those prices are uh, very accurate. I think Halan at plus one hundred, you know, very very easily could do this, especially uh, Manchester City as the favourites to uh, to raise the trophy. I'd consider, you know, guys like Mbappe, you know, depending on how they do here, he could easily have two, three goals in this uh, in this match. He's he's the type of player that could do that and and make the leap towards the top. So I would be looking at him at plus six hundred. Outside of that, there's really no uh, no one at that price that interests me. Anything we want to add when it comes to our futures card at the moment, Will? Was, was there anything that you think? Do you know what? I've changed my mind over the course of the winter. Something stands out. Are you happy with what you've got? What do you think? There's nothing I really want to add. Uh, what I will say is I think we did get the value with Bayern at plus 550. They're one of the only teams to have shortened in this market, despite all the negative stuff that's happened over the winter break. I mean, they're absolutely decimated with injuries, and this plays into our, our top scorer pick as well, and Harry Kane. If Bayern didn't get guys like Kingsley Coman, Serge Gnabry, Alfonso Davies all injured at the same time, hopefully they'll come back at some point in March, 
maybe April in in Coman's case. You know, I think we'd be in much better shape with the Bayern pick and and, and the Harry Kane pick. Um, yeah, I got I got to say, I'm not I'm not particularly confident anymore because of those injuries. You can't get away with playing guys like Muller in wide positions and expecting to create the, the, the same number of chances. So, yeah, I, I think I think we did get the value at plus five fifty, and obviously on Harry Kane at a much bigger price than the current plus twenty two twenty five. But I'm not sure there's much value around in the markets currently. I do quite like Inter. That's the one I would say I do quite like. Uh, RJ, anything that you want to add? You want to throw in into the book for the PNL? No, I'm going to stay firm here, Dan. I'm going to just uh, stay put and we'll focus on the picks. I don't want to add any more, uh, <laughs> any more unique uniqueness. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Steve, anything else from you before we move on to take a look at all the games this midweek? Do you, know, do you know who I think is an interesting price in the uh, top scorer market? And that is Julian Alvarez at 20 to 1. Now, main reason, he's actually got scored four goals already. So he's had a good start here. Now, he's obviously competing against Haaland. But just say Haaland got injured again at some point. Just say City have dominated a first leg and Haaland gets minutes off, you know, a breather in a second leg. It could happen against Copenhagen. Um you know, he's not the worst price, perhaps. He's on a lot of set pieces. He might end up on some penalties. I don't know. The problem is, obviously, with Bet Rivers here, we are. It's a win-only market. We're not going each way. So, you know, Haaland is, is a deserving favourite. And Harry Kane, to be fair, is a pretty deserving second favourite based on the current stats. All the games this midweek kick off 3pm Eastern, 2 on Tuesday, 2 on Wednesday. The round of 16, of course, is stretched over. Um, a couple of midweeks when it comes to the first leg and then the second legs. After that, we're going to kick off our previews with Leipzig against Real Madrid here. Leipzig are plus 215, Real Madrid plus uh, 114, the draw plus 285. Um, we have got picks from all of our handicappers uh, in this one. I mean, just Steve on the, on the you know, the... The money line here with with Real Madrid. I mean, it just looks big, doesn't it? I mean, I know they've got injuries, but I, I think it's even got a little bit bigger. I think it might be even plus one twenty now. I mean, if you look at Real Madrid as say, you know, second only to Man City. I mean, that does look a huge price, doesn't it? Yeah, but this is two legs, Dan. They don't have to win here, and with the, the Bellingham injuries, which we'll talk about, he's ruled out here. I think two or three weeks potentially. Um, that's big. You know, I, I take him out of this side. That's a lot of goals. So, I, I personally wouldn't be back in Real Madrid in this first leg at plus one seventeen. Um, I actually think there's a few teams, some big teams in this last sixteen round. It might be the best chance to sort of get rid of them. Um, you know, you might have a better chance of eliminating Real Madrid now than in the quarterfinal, for example. So, um, I think this could be quite a close tie overall. And um, I, I, first leg, I. I actually think Leipzig might win. Uh, well, you added Leipzig on the on the outrights. What sort of chance do you think they've got of knocking Real Madrid out at uh, this stage of the competition? I think they've got a decent chance. I, I can't remember whether we were on them plus 250 to qualify here um, in the to qualify market and the preview show we did a couple of months ago. But, um, you know, if if they're going to run Real Madrid close here, they, they have to get something from this first leg. Um and 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 that's actually uh, does play into into my pick for this game. Uh, let's get some picks. RJ, we'll we'll kick off with you because you like goals um, in this one. Leipzig, Real Madrid. What's your thoughts? 
Yeah, I like I like the look of goals here over three at minus one on four. Um, Leipzig, you know, they'll obviously feature players like Luisa Penda, um, who's he's been in excellent form. Benjamin Sesco, Danny Almo. Uh, there are some injury concerns. Uh, Amadou Haidari, the Mali Mali defender, uh, did have an injury during the Africa Cup of Nations. You know, Leipzig's recent performances, I'd say, you know, you characterize them with a mixed bag, right? A couple wins, some draws, losses against, you know, some of the better competition that they face. Um, but I'd say overall they're kind of in volatile form, but they always have that high potential, right? And Real Madrid... You know, leading La Liga, they, they've showcased uh, unbeaten form, as I stated, you know, in, in, in quite some time in competitive competitions. There are some key injuries, as we briefly discussed here. Jude Bellingham with an ankle injury. Um, Courtois, Militao, Rudiger are also sidelined by injuries, which, you know, puts a little bit of pressure on some of the other players to, to step up. Um, in terms of... You know, I, I kind of envision this as a uh, even with the absence of key players here like Bellingham and uh, Leipzig has a tendency at home uh, in the Champions League to concede quite a few goals. It's just what they've been um, what they've been accustomed to here. And I really like the opportunity for Madrid to take this first uh, this first leg. I, I think they're just a stronger team overall. I think that Leipzig will get exposed. I could see a draw in some capacity here, but I, I think. Even even with this being a two leg setup, I still have a hard time not seeing uh, some some early goals here, and I think goals will, will be plentiful. I like over three at minus one hundred four. It's one of my favorite totals. Uh, Will uh, you're obviously with Leipzig in terms of outright, and you're right. You did tip them to qualify at plus two fifty. That price remains. What's your play in the first leg? I'm nervous about this bet, Dan, because it's one of those where everything screams to me that Leipzig are the value here, but you just kind of, you're nervous that Real Madrid are going to get the job done at the end of the day, like they always seem to in this competition. But the main angle for me here, I mean, I decided to pull the trigger when Jude Bellingham linked off um, injured against Girona over the weekend. His production in that Real Madrid team is outrageous. 16 goals, three assists in uh, 19 La Liga starts this season and four goals, three assists in the UCL. He's created the most chances from open play in the whole competition. He's certainly the most impactful Real Madrid player, um, at least going forward. And then both starting centre-backs are out, Rudiger and Militao, as well as starting goalkeeper Courtois. They're injury-riddled uh, and Leipzig are almost completely fit. Um, the, 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 the kind of thing that I keep coming back to here is the prices that Real Madrid went off in away games in the group stages. They went off a similar price away to Union Berlin at a kind of semi-neutral ground during the group stages. And they went off draw no bet was the main line versus Napoli. I'd certainly have Leipzig a far better team than Union Berlin. I know I know Real Madrid didn't really have much to play for in that game. They were already qualified, but they put out a strong team and did win the game. Um, and then against Napoli, you know, I'd have Leipzig as I've got them rated a slightly better team than Napoli, especially the current version of Napoli. So, you know, we're looking at an implied move of quarter of a goal towards Real Madrid here, which is partly justified by their recent form. As RJ mentioned, they're on an absolutely terrific form at the moment. Um, unbeaten in 27 games in regular in regular time. They did go out to Atletico and Copa del Rey, but that was after extra time coming a 4-0 win against Girona and they're 14 times, you know, Champions League champions. So, you know, there are lots but of... you're backing against them. 
I am. I'm just trying to outline the reasons why I'm, I think we're getting an artificially big price on Leipzig. I, I think there are lots of reasons to be with them, but I'm going to be against them predominantly because the money has come against them in all of their away their away games in the group stages. You know, we're talking about heavy money from professional syndicates that really have access to the data that we don't have access to and and I trust that money and if you I can't have Real Madrid going off at plus 120 away to Union Berlin in the group stages and then the same price away to a far far better uh, Leipzig team um, another thing I want to mention is they they played in last season's group stages Leipzig were were smashed in in the markets on that day and went off minus a quarter Madrid was semi unmotivated they were really qualified Leipzig won the game 3-2. So overall, uh, I'm looking to back Leipzig plus a quarter of a goal, minus 109. So we get half a win if it's a draw. I just think they're, they're offensive weapons against this depleted Real defence. I can't see Real keeping them out and I can see Leipzig really scoring at least twice here. I'm looking at kind of like a 2-1 Leipzig 2-2 type scoreline. Uh, speaking of offensive weapons, Steve... Not you, obviously, but your selection. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dan. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> I was just actually thinking about Will's pick there, and it's, it's we're in this sort of uncomfortable territory, aren't we? But I think I actually think that's the best way to go in the Champions League. I was a little bit unhappy with how I tackled the group stage betting, and I think the reason was I just lacked, to be quite frank, I lacked the bollocks sometimes um to actually commit to bets that I know were the right bets but I went with the easy option or the safe option or the bet that I like a comfortable over or something when really I did my best when I was swinging say with the with the Copenhagen pick against Man United um but this is actually my my most comfortable bet of the whole round because of um, this week anyway and I'm going with Lois Appender to score at any time plus 140 with Bet Rivers and um I I believe he's actually one of the best strikers in the world now I, I had a good watch of him at the weekend. Um, I was involved uh, in the Augsburg game. I was on a goal scorer in Augsburg, which actually came in. Shout out to me. Um, about the only thing I can shout myself out for for the weekend. <laughs> Lost everything else. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> one thing I really took from that game was how good Appenders developed even more from when I saw him at Lons. But I think his positioning is unbelievable. He's finishing top quality. He actually missed a penalty late on for him to win the game, but that's the only the second penalty he's ever missed. From um, from seventeen competitive penalties, so hopefully he stays on penalty duty. But he scored in his last four games. I love backing strikers who are red hot, I, I streaky strikers that get on runs. So uh, I'm actually not going to desert him here. I I was going to be tipping over three goals as well. So I like RJ's pick, but Bellingham's injury. Um, I, I was going to say two all draw here, but his injury has made me think that Leipzig maybe win this two one, or maybe maybe even three one. I mean, we'd love that from the point of view of this show to get rid of mm. Real Madrid. Um, but it's it's there's, there's kind of an unwritten rule, don't bet against Real Madrid in Champions Leagues with mm. Carlo Ancelotti at the, the helm. But I think you've got to go with what you feel is right. And um, I think we've got a good selection of bets on this game. And I'm, I'm really confident that Pender will get some chances and that he can finish them. Copenhagen, Manchester City, 3pm Eastern as well on Tuesday. Copenhagen, I think a plus 1,200 now with Manchester City getting ever shorter, minus 4.35. No one's got an official play in this one. Steve, did you just look at it and think, well, look, this is not for me. I can't find an angle here. City, the shortest price favourite on the midweek. So, I mean, Copenhagen, as you well know, haven't played in the league for the last few months. I mean, I, I, have they played in the Atlantic Cup? Is it a competition they take seriously? I mean, well, why are you swerving this one? 
Well, I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest here, Dan. I looked at this match and I thought, you know what? I don't want to get involved in it. So I thought I'll, I'll put my research into the other three games because I know there's more interest in me there. All I've done in preparation for this game is uh, I watched a bit of Copenhagen against Mulder in a friendly. Uh, more actually for Mulder research than, than Copenhagen research. Um, but look, Manchester City will qualify from this tie over two legs. It should be fairly comfortable. But the first leg here, Parkin, Parkin is it can be a tough place to go. No doubt about it. Hang on, hang some... on a minute. If if I had a balloon what? card, I what? would show one now. But I haven't got a blue card yet. Continue. You were ready. You were waiting for that, weren't you? You knew it. I was like, what price was I to say? Tough place to go at Parkin. Like minus 250 or something. Atmosphere but, is great. Um, I can't remember it is, the song, it's they, not sing. An easy the song place. they sing before the, before the game starts. I can't remember. It's an English song. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, go on. I mean, City drew here, what, nil-nil? Was it yeah, last year? They had a player sent um, off, didn't they, fairly early on hmm. in the game. But they did. I, I think nil-nil. it'll be tight. I think Copenhagen will play for a low-scoring draw. Man City will be aiming to break down. City are obviously playing in great form again. Um, they're used to this sort of opponent. I don't know. Look, if I was going to my head, I'd be looking at probably unders and maybe if I was bold enough to take the uh, Copenhagen handicap. But I just, I just I knew immediately when I looked at the odds and, and, and the game, I, I wasn't really wanting to get heavily involved. Uh, the, the handicap, I mean, plus... 175 at around about even money. I mean, RJ, is anything tempting uh, for you? Or is it just a watching brief? Yeah, it's a it's a watching brief, Dan. I, I I did take a look at this, and honestly, you know, I'm a I have a little bit different approach than than Will and Steve. You know, if if I feel slightly uncomfortable with with a wager, I typically just avoid it. Right? That's my that's my style, which everyone has their different approach. I do some for some part of me likes. Copenhagen team total over 0.5. I think it's at minus 102 or plus 102. Part of me feels like they'll get a, they'll find the net here, uh, but it's it's a bit of a reach. I mean, I think uh, all of City's away matches they've allowed a goal against you know arguably similar or slightly more um, better opposition. And I think Copenhagen's only failed to score once so far in their home uh, streak during the Champions League, which it just wasn't good enough for me to to put it as an official play, but. Part of me likes that team total over point zero point five. Yeah, I, I, look, that that's I a mean, play in the Premier League that a lot of betters have had joy with this season. Obviously, Champions League is slightly different, but as you've just said, the stats there, I think that's I, I don't think that's the worst lean. Will you have got a lean in this one? You've you've got a bit of an opinion for us. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning under three goals minus one hundred six. Um, it's hard to pull the trigger though. Opposing City goals at the moment, they've got a fully fit squad. And they rested uh, KDB and Bernardo Silva over the weekend. So both of those guys will start here. Well, I'd expect them to start. The stat that caught my attention is last year's round of 16 games in the Champions League, seven of eight went under two and a half, the first leg. And the year season before, six of eight went under two and a half. On top of that, we're looking at rising goal expectancies across domestic European leagues, at least partly down to the increased injury time which we've already discussed, we're not going to be seeing uh, UEFA competition adopt. So, you know, these small margins, knowing that, I feel I feel like those small margins are really what we need to take it, take it advantage of as betters. And, you know, as much as it's uncomfortable kind of hoping for those guys not to find the net, you know, the superstars that, that comprise the Man City team, uh, I think that's the, that's the angle here if you want to have a bet. I'd be looking at unders... Um, 
you know, these two these two played in the group stage last season, didn't they? A nil-nil mm-hmm. draw. City had a man sent off after 30 minutes. They kind of rotated quite a bit. So it was a different kind of game state, a different uh, different level of motivation for City. But um, Copenhagen are at least proven they can compete. And I'm not sure I can see them scoring, but, but I see Pep coming into this game and approaching it, you know, like looking to take control of the tie, playing his kind of pauser players favorites such as Bernardo Silva not really going for the dynamic approach when he looks to attack a game they'll come in look to control the ball control possession and I think they'll be very very happy to go away with a 1-0 2-0 win so under, under three goals does does appeal but hard to pull the trigger that's just a lean on the game uh from Will not an official play we have got official plays in the next game that we're going to take a look at Wednesday 3 p.m Eastern is Lazio Bayern uh, Lazio plus 460 Bayern Minus one sixty two here. Draw plus three ten. Um, Steve, there's a focus obviously on uh, on Bayern after that Leverkusen uh, loss. How are you attacking uh, this first leg? I mean, Bayern have got a great record in first leg ties. They just don't lose. I don't think they lost any of their last eleven. What's your angle in here? My angle in here is I'm not even looking at history. Uh, I'm focusing on the here and now with Bayern Munich because they have got big problems. Um, you know, Will's mentioned earlier in the show they've got a glutton of injuries everywhere on the field. You know, I don't know who's healthy um, and who's not. There's obviously some players that might come back here, but the infirmary is full. That's a big problem. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure on Thomas Tuchel at the moment. Um, you know, there's people calling for his head after the the, the defeat to Leverkusen, and I, that was a terrible performance from Bayern. They offered nothing, one shot on target, right? in that whole game and they may well not win the Bundesliga title because of that defeat. But I think going into that game, they hadn't been convincing to me in the whole of 2024. They've been missing chances left, right and center, only scoring goals really against sides that have got soft defenses. So I I don't like buying at the moment uh, at all in this particular game. I think they'll want a better performance, a committed performance for sure. And this is when it really does go into uncomfortable territory for me. Uh, I'm going to go with under under 2.75 goals, and um, yeah, this is where I, I, I was av- avoiding these sort of bets before Christmas in the Champions League. But I really need to be brave and actually pull the trigger and go with my gut instinct. And also, I know it's the right bet. Lazio have you know 11 of the last 15 games in all comps have been under two and a half. Ten out of 15, both teams scoring no. They are quite a defensive negative team this year. They will. They want to make this game into a bit of a scrap. Stop starts, fouls, free kicks, things like that. Time wasting. They'll take a draw out of it, and I think it'll be a right, really sort of a bit of a turgid affair, potentially a bit of a grind. I just don't see buying anywhere near their best at the moment, and they'll be happy with the draw. I really think they'll be happy with the draw. So, for me, it's that under. I think under. I can't believe over two and a half goals is minus one thirty-seven here. That, that just I wouldn't get on that. So um, I like the two point seven five under goal line. If there's three goals, exactly, you're only going to lose half. And um, yeah, this is kind of a, a fade of buying in a lot of ways, but also because I, the style of the Lazio play. So uh, I, I personally, if I give the correct score for this game, I think um, one all is very likely. Uh, and if a team's actually going to win, I'm, I'm thinking like one nil Lazio. And that could serve RJ's purpose because you are fading uh, Bayern RJ and siding with Lazio on the Asian line. Talk us through your play. 
Yeah, I like Lazio <clears throat> plus one at minus one oh uh, minus one oh six. You know, as as Steve said, Bayern's got big big problems. Um, uh, the Italian side currently sit in the eighth spot in Serie A, which is one point outside of the Conference League spot, and they are coming off a morale boosting three to one win against uh, <clears throat> Cagliari, which I they hammered the Cags at the weekend. They were good. They hammered the Cags. I think I, I set that up as I called mm. Cagliari Cags, and Dan <laughs> rightfully so called me out on that one. Didn't didn't bode well. I didn't it's have Cags the... forever. I'm just never going to Sardinia again anyway. RJ continue. I was just happy I didn't have to take the jersey off and, and post a video <laughs> about it. But, uh, you know, honestly, it, they look great. Uh, Cyril Mobley, Felipe Anderson are, are, you know, key players for this team. Um, you know, Lazio finished second in Group E behind Atletico Madrid to reach this knockout stage for, for only the third time. An interesting fact, Lazio uh, has scored in each of their last 13 Champions League home games, right? So that was interesting. I'm not necessarily focused on trends, but it was something that stood out to me. And Bayern, I mean, I think they have 12, 13 uh, injuries for, for first uh, first team players, some second team players. Uh, however... You know, they, um, despite their recent defeat against Bayer, which they looked awful, uh, they have been formidable in the Champions League. They topped Group A with nearly a perfect record. They have Harry Kane, um, Bundesliga's top scorer, um, injuries, but they have signed uh, Sacha Bowie, Eric Dyer uh, from Tottenham, uh, Brian Zaragoza to bolster the squad. Um, do, do they have enough? Yeah, of course. I think on paper they do, but. I believe that Lazio's uh, resilience and tactical approach under Sari just makes this a intriguing battle. And I think being at home, I've, I feel pretty comfortable taking this this at plus one in the current state of Bayern with all their injuries, right? This felt like a, a fairly safe bet to at least return the stake. And and I'm, I'm okay with that in, in this competition. Yeah, I, th I think if this is the time to make that play. There's no doubt about that. We talked about buying when it comes to the outrights. And Will, you made the point as well that, you know, they're, they're vulnerable at the moment. I mean, any team that puts a Peric Dyer at centre-half is, is going to be vulnerable. Your brief thoughts on this one, Will, before we move on. <laughs> I have Eric Dyer in bold in my notes here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Tuchel did make some strange lineup and system choices versus Leverkusen. And they kind of got blown away. I mean, they tr he tried to match them with the five at the back. No Kimmich, Eric, Eric Dyer starting and Sasha Bowie as well, making his debut replacing um, Guerrero. This reminds me of the, the Man United game in the last uh, the last game of the group stages where, where Bayern were coming off a 5-1 loss to Eintracht Frankfurt. We spoke about the game. Tuchel went full strength. They had nothing to play for. Uh, and, and Bayern got smashed in and beat United in, in quite a convincing, solid 1-0 uh, away victory. La Lazio are not are not on the same level as Manchester United, in my opinion. So I would not be surprised to see a Bayern bounce back. They've, they've drifted out to minus 152 now on the money line. A semi-lean for me would be Bayern win and under four and a half go goals, same game parlay, which is around even money, I think. I think Tuchel's going to look to be a bit more controlled in this in this one. And, you know, like as Steve mentioned, Lazio, very, very low scoring. So... A KG buy and victory. I've got a question for you, Will, here actually, because one thing I, I forgot to say was Bayern have just lost to a very, very good side. Leverkusen are playing some exceptional football. Mm. If Leverkusen were in the Champions League, mm. what would be a fair outright price of them, do you think, along the lines of? Yeah, by, uh, Leverkusen have really been kind of, 
you know, the poster boy for uh, rebasing of ratings this season and just checking my ratings now. So if you include Liverpool, who are not in the Champions League, obviously, and Leverkusen themselves, who are not in the Champions League, I've got them. Leverkusen are the sixth best team in Europe. So, um, and Liverpool? And Liverpool fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. So, so that would mean that they're probably going to be... 10 to 1. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be... 10 12 to 1 a little bit shorter than inter but 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 quite a bit bigger than bayern i think there has been a little bit of carried away that they've lost big but they have lost to a very very good side uh, yes that said i i do think it is a, a great time to oppose them potentially i i i'm not sure i'm trusting the two short bounce back if they can if they come back here with a really good performance a convincing display i'll i will actually hold my hands up and say fair play but i, I i'm just not sure they can do it I just think I think personally, Leverkusen is such a bad matchup for Bayern, right? Where where Leverkusen is very strong and and have a lot of focus is in the kind of wide areas, especially pushing the kind of wing backs really up high, and that's where Tuchel's lineup choices, you know, putting Sasha Bowie in for his debut away at Leverkusen and playing Eric Dyer as part of a back five. Is he a man losing his mind? I mean, Eric. I mean, it was apt, wasn't it? Eric Dyer. It was a Dyer performance. yeah, you, I just but two shells a weird manager. I can never get a grip on him. You've got to give him some respect. He's won plenty of things in the past. Won the Champions um, League, of course. So, yeah, it's, it's 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 an awkward one, isn't it? But I, I think he if you offered him a draw right now, I think he'd take it. Paris Saint Germain versus Real Sociedad is three p.m. Eastern. Um, PSG here minus one sixty-five. Real Sociedad plus four eighty. Draw plus three hundred. Uh, prices will probably fluctuate between now and kickoff. Um, this was the game, RJ, that betters uh, hoped that the odds makers got it wrong. Um, we've tipped Real Sociedad to qualify at plus 150. Is this a case, though, that what was value then is not value now? What's your take on it first, RJ? I know we've got some plays from, from Will and Steve, but I'd be interested to get your take on just the fact that sometimes, you know, December, when the Champions League group stages are done and dusted, we're all full of a team that we want to bet and then they might not have the best of, of winters and we might regret taking the odds. Is that the case with, with uh, La Real or not? What do you think for this time? Yeah, I think that is absolutely the case. And, you know, I, I, I typically try to base and I know the guys feel the same way for the most part on, on recent performance, right? Forget, forget about December at this point, we're in February and you can look at real Sociedad. They haven't scored a goal in four competitive matches, right? Very dull side. Um, they've have 21 goals. Um, in i believe 20 matches and and you look at psg they have 55 goals in the same amount of matches right so when you get to this type when you get to this stage if you don't score a lot of goals domestically you're gonna have a hard time advancing in 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 this competition so um they do have some defensive resilience as i stated like they haven't scored but they haven't they've allowed one goal in four matches but at this point i think plus 480 you know i i think that's somewhat generous I, i i don't think real sociodad have much of a chance to to win this match so i you know it's tough but i like the under uh, i will say and and i know uh these guys will get into it but looks like a very low scoring affair here in paris a lean from rj when it comes to just just very quickly on the money line with with will and steve here because i know you, you you're not playing this market will i mean when when it came out there's an awful lot of chatter this is a great opportunity for real sociedad um, I don't know how much the market has moved or not. You, you really can make cases for both. I mean, 
Larial were, were plus three twenty away at Inter. They were plus four hundred away at Real Madrid. A, a PSG better than those two? What, what just just give us your money line thoughts on this one briefly. Yeah, I hoped I hoped that PSG were going to open a lot shorter, uh, and I wanted to get with Real Sociedad ideally on like a plus one Asian line. Plus three quarters is borderline for me. Uh, but yeah, gun to head, I'd definitely be with them on the Asian handicap. Uh, are PSG a, a better side than Real Madrid? Certainly not. <laughs> certainly, certainly not. I mean, PSG went off this line against Lille in uh, Ligue 1 over the weekend. And I'd have Real Sociedad, Easy. despite them costing me a lot of money this season. <laughs> Cost everyone. Um, as a much better team than, than Lille. So that's the way I would look at the money line. Uh, uh, Steve, just just brief thoughts on this one. Prime Saint-Germain, you follow Ligue 1 really closely. Any sort of value at minus 165. Obviously, the, the untrained better is just going to think PSG, I'll back those. You know, the shrewder player is looking at Larry out. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle when it comes to value quickly on the money line. Uh, well, my prediction for the game is 1-0 to PSG. So, I guess minus minus 150, if I had to gun to my head, I would take them on the money yeah. line. But okay. um, I don't think it's particularly value or anything. I think the, the odds are about right on the money line here. Uh, we, we have to uh, L'Oreal to, to qualify at plus 150. Let's get selections from the boys then. Uh, Will, you can go first. What's your play? I like uh, like the unders. Uh, under two and a half at plus 102. Um, I know Steve's on the Asian line there. Mm. And after he put that in the WhatsApp group, I did want to change my pick to the Asian line. It looks like it's worth paying the extra bit of juice to get the extra quarter of a goal on your side. But I'll let Steve explain that. As, as I mentioned earlier on, it's, I think it's time to look at unders in these round of 16 first legs. Seven of eight this uh, last season went under and six of eight the season before. 14 of 17 of Real Sociedad's last uh, 17 last games have gone under two and a half. They've got the lowest total XG per 90 in La Liga. It's fair to say that Imanol Aguacil has doubled down on his defensive pro approach recently. La Real have failed to score in four, as RJ mentioned, and they've only conceded one in the last four. And five of six of their group stage games went under two and a half, including Arlene on the under two and a half in the Inter game, which finished nil-nil. Unders has been heavily backed by the professional syndicates with heavy money in all six of Real Sociedad's group games. So it's fair to say they are really a very, very solid unders proposition in general. PSG probably by the public are considered as more of an overs team than an unders team. But um, I don't think that's necessarily borne out in the data. Two of their three home group stage games went under two and a half as well. And those three games were against Newcastle, Dortmund and AC Milan, who are certainly more open attacking teams than Real Sociedad. So I think I think we have a pretty good chance of seeing this game go under two and a half. Uh, the final factor I'll mention is um, Mikel Oyatabal, top scorer for the last three seasons, including this um, for Real Sociedad, is probably out injured for this one. Um, it's very uncomfortable taking on Kylian Mbappe, especially in Paris, but uh, I think it's got to be done. Uh, Will's pick is plus money just. Steve, you've gone for a safer minus money play, but as Will suggested, um, uh, similar thoughts I would have thought from you. Well, the, the pick I've gone with is under 2.75 goals. And uh, as we've been recording live on air, there's been money for the under, and it's actually, it's actually minus 141 now. Um, but I'm still going with the pick because if there's three goals exactly, I'm only going to lose half. I always like that insurance in my pocket, but I'm actually really quite confident this goes 
quite well under, really. I mean, Sociedad, Real, Real Sociedad, have um, they've been a bane of our existence on Bet River shows this year. But I, I think I think it's time to put this curse to bed because you you look at them and just why have we not been betting on their unders every week? Like they're so consistent with unders. And um, the, the main reason is because they overachieve defensively, which means they're putting bodies on the line. The goalkeeper is probably having a good, very good season. And uh, they don't really convert enough of their chances or they don't create enough big chances. Their ex- actual XG isn't as high as you would want it to be for a supposed top side. Um, they always look nice when I watch them, but obviously they're not creating those massive XG opportunities. I think if we look at PSG, right, They've had a lot of overs since the turn of the year. Um, every match has gone over apart from the one at Lons and, and Lons missed a penalty there. What's happened in, in France is that teams are now not afraid to attack PSG down. They, they, thought they might as well have a swing. Brest proved that a few weeks ago, got a draw from 2-0 down. Got nothing to lose, really. You know what I mean? And um, I think we're going to get um, PSG overs domestically. is going to be quite a good bet, I think, for the rest of the season. But in the Champions League, it's completely different. The pressure ranks up ramps up tenfold for PSG. This is the competition they want to win. This is why they keep bringing in new managers. And I think Luis Enrique will aim to sort of tactically manoeuvre his way through the knockout phases. He knows he, he can't win the tie in the first leg, but you, you could potentially lose it to a degree. And he knows just take some sort of advantage back to Spain with him. And I think both ties are going to be really low scoring and quite tight. Not, I'm not saying turgid, but quite tight defensively, really tactical games. So I think it's it's... You know, I sometimes talk about games where um, two teams sort of go get involved in shootouts. I think these guys are going to feel each other out. Probably a moment of PSG brilliance, maybe gets them the win in the first leg. But I think if they go 1-0 up, they're not necessarily going to push for the second goal as much as some of the games. So um, I really like the like unders here. 1-0 PSG correct score is, is something massively on my radar. Let's get some best bets. Um, RJ, what's your best play when it comes to the last 16, first week thereof of the Champions League? Yeah, I think I'll have to go with Lazio plus one. Um, it just it's it looks good. Like you said, Bayern's in tough form. And, you know, Will throws out the stat that uh, should be kept, could be heavy unders in this uh and this first leg, which I which I don't disagree with, but hopefully that's a with outliers in Leipzig and uh we see over three. Will, best play for you? I think it's PSG, Real Sociedad, under two and a half at plus money. Too big to ignore. Steve? Yeah, it's the lowest appender to score at any time, which I did myself a disservice earlier. It's actually plus 163, not plus 140. I think it's a massive price for a red mm-hmm. hot uh, red hot striker in great form. Great stuff. Um, that wraps up Betting Weekly Extra Time Champions League Edition. Many thanks to Steve, Will and to RJ. Later this week, the boys will be tackling the Europa League and indeed the Conference League. So watch out for the best bets in those competitions. For now, though, from all of us, it's goodbye.